Welcome to RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast. I'm Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they. I'm Crashing Waves the Multifaceted, but you can call me Crash. My pronouns are they, them. Alright, and welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Um, I feel like I want to talk about TGS stuff, but I haven't followed any of it. It looks cute. There is near things. I don't follow near, but near fans are happy about it, so thumbs up for y'all. <laughs> the only thing I know is that they showed more Monster Hunter stuff, and I haven't watched any of that either. Yeah, we're probably gonna do that after this recording. Uh, the puppies look good. Monster Hunter puppies are probably the best thing they've ever added to the franchise. Monster Hunter puppies. <laughs> That's really what they should have called this game. Like, I get it. But it should have just been Monster Hunter Puppies colon Rise or something like that. Uh, but so last week, we... Chill out, Thunder. You're gonna get on the recording if you keep going. <laughs> last week, we rolled a roguelike music puzzle game. That's correct. Crash, do you have any bonus objective? I I do actually. Uh, I'm gonna throw in removed from an IP. Okay. And in particular, I don't want this to be like a necro dancer, like Cadence of Hyrule, like title. All right, sounds good to me. Um, I want to do this one that we haven't done yet, which is celebrity names game title. Good. Yes, absolutely. Who's who's your celeb? Or oh, we'll find out. Okay, okay. I don't have one in mind. I just want to do it. There's a part of my brain that just says, "Let's make this a, another pitbull game." <laughs> uh, well, I have an idea. I don't know if my current idea would be pitbull effective. Okay, fair. All right. Um, so let me set up the timer. Let's see. 45 minutes sounds good. Absolutely. Timer start. Let's go. Stato. So here's my pitch. Okay. And the problem is when I have a pitch like this that's already so fully developed in my brain that I feel like our episode's going to be short. I mean, um, yeah, but. But so my idea is a like a sequence like. In this case, music referring to, like, sequencers and stuff like that. Okay. Like, when you're doing, like, a virtual audio space, setting mm. up drum rhythms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, making it roguelike by having it be like, okay, when you start the level, there is a thing that is happening that is creating, like, a beat and a pattern. Mm-hmm. And you, as the player, have to sort of dissect that and recreate it. Okay. Okay, uh, so let's talk about, um, let's talk about, like, how, how is this, like, represented in, like, visual space? Yeah, so that's the part that I feel like we have a lot of room to play with. Yeah. Because I don't want it to just be like, all right, here's a visual of a scene of someone else doing this, and Mm -hmm. you just have to do what you see. Yeah. I want it to be more puzzly, um, hence the puzzle part there. So I'm feeling like blocks somehow Maybe even like okay imagine imagine you have an interface that looks like a virtual audio thing mm-hmm. right 
you got all of the places where you can set up. I could take a picture of it on my old computer, but I don't have anything like this installed anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but those of you who know stuff like FL Studio, imagine you have like an FL Studio workspace almost. Mm-hmm. Not quite as open. You just sort of have the tools there. Yeah. Um, and I think there's like a window at the top that maybe displays like footage from like a single screen platformer or something. Mm-hmm. or i don't know something that like can be easily randomized and it's more just sort of you trying to piece together like the sound effects or something that happens in it something that yeah. can represent a beat that you can recreate yeah it's interesting like i i know i said no cadence of hyrule but or slash no necrodancer but i kind of have that like you know, a link to the past kind of like perspective in my brain right now and I can't get it out. And kind of the, like, I, I'm picturing like you have like a little like avatar moving around in this, you know, 2D space. And I don't know, maybe they're like, you're like dropped into like a room of a dungeon and there's like objects around you and they all like make different noises. Yeah. And so it's sort of like that footage shows you the character in the game moving by themselves doing the things and like you know there's supposed to be a beat here mm. and like there's the sound effects and you're just sort of trying to piece it together yeah yeah maybe like that shows like maybe there is sort of like a um like a button that you can press that will show you what it's supposed to look like with the sound so that way you can if you need a hint you can get a hint yeah, like that yeah. Sort of system. I guess I'm I'm having a hard time like visualizing the like Hmm. I'm, de- I'm I'm definitely following along, but there's just like there's something missing in my head about this. Yeah, I could. I it's definitely like a weird thing. Uh, yeah. It's not something I'm sure works. Well, um, so so I um I watched the streamer play Hypnospace Outlaws recently, and that game I feel like definitely kind of pushed my envelope of like games that are a little bit more unconventional with how they're like visually represented because you're more or less just like clicking through fake web browsers to find information yes and it's it's it and it you know very much like you know a visual novel esque because you're like you know it's a lot of reading and you know you know you're going through all the pages doing all these tasks so like i am definitely not opposed to like essentially you're you have this like mock-up like editor you're this like you know music program but like I guess I miss, I I think what's missing is, like, how do you, like, I don't want to say, like, how do you gamify that, but I think it's, like, it's missing kind of something, you know? Yeah, the idea that I'm pitching here sounds like it's less of a game and more like a teaching tool. Like, an entertainment type thing. Yeah, which is not a bad thing. It definitely is, like, interesting, you know? And especially if you did stuff like you know, you have your little, like, adventurer dude person, genderless construct, 
and you know they're like you know they walk over to wall and bonk it with the hammer and that gives you like a really rich like bass sound or you know they cut some grass and that gives you something that is a little bit more like strings you know things like that like Mm -hmm. that definitely could be interesting especially like kind of mimicking like taking samples and using them in in like an audio mixer kind of situation i'm almost seeing this as being like the opposite like um more like work imagine if you will um someone having to do live sound effect like live foley work for something oh yeah 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 that's the way i'm viewing it okay like if the game is happening you have to put in the sounds. I'm um, like, so here's like oh. a, a short five second scene, and you're trying to piece together what it's supposed to sound like. And if you need help, you can press a button to hear the scene with sound. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you know. Okay, yeah. It's clicked. Cool. Yeah, I think that's a. Uh... I don't know. That could be interesting. Like, especially if you give it like the story of like, you know, you're a, you know, you're a video game sound engineer <laughs> and you're having to like you know add sound effects in like you probably don't add sound effects in this way for video games but like in this abstracted like yeah. game game world space this is how it works mm-hmm. sorry i'm piecing together like a little I started out when you said that you weren't fully getting like grasping it. I started putting together like a mock-up of the UI. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's fine. That's fine. I just I think I needed to like speak through it more so I could be on the same level as you. And I'm glad I did because yeah, that that is clicked definitely. The I think the you are essentially a foley artist. That definitely helped. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so like that's that's my pitch. Hmm so let's talk about celebrity music producers <laughs> well is when i start when i started pc when you said top down because like my brain was saying platform but the moment you said top down i'm like uh all right uh toby fox is fully vania <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah toby fox is a is a celeb in the uh in the game industry, for sure, at this point, mm-hmm. I think I think Undertale has definitely given him that uh, that status. Mm-hmm. Especially like, considering like just like Undertale in general, like and be going on to doing music for other things. Oh yeah, like Game Freak loves him. Well, everybody loves him, but like Game Freak was like, no, contribute two tracks for pokemon sword and shield and then do the um that one game that didn't do super well with like the card battling uh i don't remember that one yeah it was it flopped let's be real and it didn't look very good but toby fox did music for it for game freak so yay (laughs) <laughs> I really don't know which one you're talking about, to be honest. Uh, game not Pokemon. Little Town Hero. 
Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot that game existed. Everybody did. Kind of for a good reason. It, it wasn't very good. <laughs> Here's my very bad uh, rendition of what I imagine the UI looks like. Probably has a few numbers on there and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what it reminds me of? Hmm. WarriorWare DIY. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like a really advanced version of Flipnote Studio. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Here's a question. Um, uh-huh. Do we want to have kind of a like ongoing out of the like game studio story going on? Or do we just kind of want like a premise to like get the character into the game interacting with like the various puzzles uh so the thing is because it's a roguelike i don't know how much out of game story we could have yeah um it's also i feel bad for everybody's listening because i just did move my chair while i was talking so i can't edit it out oh (laughs) um it's fine i am also um going to tweet this image without Mm. any context because that's my favorite thing to do absolutely i'm i'll Make a tab of Twitter to retweet it. Um, so I do also. All right, so I watched parts of the anime new game a while back. Okay, I haven't watched it since. Mm. Um, but I like the concept of it, which is sort of like a slice of life thing involving a game studio. Mm-hmm. And I do like the idea of maybe this literally what you you are doing a um. Almost like a, uh, I want it to be something sort of like campy comedy like mm-hmm. that, or like, um, there was this DS game that was like a game center DX, like themed thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, retro game challenge <clears throat> is what it was, what it was called. Hmm. Well, I think, um, I don't know why it always comes back to this, but I really like how, like, Chroma Squad handles its story. Where you've got, like, you know, you've got the missions, and you kind of, like, you know, jump into those, like, you know, cute little one-shots. But after you've accomplished a certain amount of missions, it's plot time. So you, I think for this, it's like, you know, you complete five puzzles. Even if it's, like, randomly generated stuff, after five puzzles, it kind of, like, you know, you you take a small break for, you know, out out of the game stuff. Okay, so maybe it's like there's multiple skins for what the game looks like. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like the the game that you're matching the audio to, like your UI will always stay the same. You maybe have access to slightly different sound effects, like in mm-hmm. your drop down menus or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. But like the game that you are fully working for is like changes in between these, and then it's stuff like all right. Um, you are working at this company. We're making these games. We need your help to make them a success. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, it kind of tells the story of like a fledgling, you know, double A studio or you know, indie studio, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I like that. Especially like I think you'll always have like choices for the sound effects, right? But I think like certain projects will still have like curated lists like you know you'll still have like 10 ish to work between but like 
you know, when you do the action platformer, it's going to, you know, sound a little bit more like this versus, you know. Yeah, you'll have like a list of sound effects that are like jump, squish, mm. fireball, that kind of thing. Also, like, I think what's important is the timing aspect of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think when the I, game generates a level, it knows exactly the layout it's looking for. Of Like, all right, it wants this sound effect firing at this beat, this beat, and this beat. But here's the question. Here's here's a question I have is, is it going to be fussy about, like, does the jump effect have to be, like, on the jump beats? Or if you really wanted to, could you make the case that, like, you want the spring sound effect to happen when the, you know, the character is jumping? Like, would, would the player... I think it's going to be fussy. Yeah, yeah. I okay. think it has to be fussy. Mm-hmm. Um, just from like a, a logistics perspective yeah on the back end coding of everything yeah no i i i, I like that because otherwise it's like you know it's 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 part of the puzzle is like digging in the menus and be like okay you and i think also just like as a quality of life thing when you do like the drop down to see all the sound effects it's got like a like a play button next to it so you can just mm-hmm. hear it like isolated by itself. Like, what does the sound like? Mm-hmm. And they're probably labeled pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be labeled like specifically, like, oh, this is the jump sound, but it might say spring sound or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Something that like isn't necessarily always one hundred percent obvious, but still pretty clear about what it might be. Yeah, like something labeled like kaboom is gonna sound like an explosion, mm-hmm. and you're gonna want to use it when there's an explosion. Mm-hmm. But it may be different from like a bomb sound or something. Like you might have a thing labeled kabomb or kaboom and another thing labeled bomb. Mm. Um, and then it's like a matter of like, all right, is this the right one? Is this the right one? I also think it's not really a thing like, like yeah, I'm sure. Okay, here, here's another question: Is there going to be like a like a scoring system, or like? I think so. I think it'll give you like a out of what. Maybe not like out of a 100, maybe it's like, um, or maybe like it waits to the end to give you a numeric score. So like when the game is shipped, you get like a, a, a fake game informer article with a number score and it'll say something like about the, the sound effects. Yeah. It's the Metacritic. (laughs) Yeah. Um, sort of like how in, um, Game Dev Tycoon. After mm. you finish, like you get like the the stars from every all four critics or whatever. Mm-hmm. Also, like I want to say that in between the steps, like all right, you're working on this, and when you think you're done, it doesn't tell you if you've done it right, but you hit the button that says submit to supervisor or something like that. Yeah, and you or... get a little pop up of like the person who talks to you, like all right, we got it, and maybe they say something about what they think. It like they're like, oh, I'm not sure this was right. Um, so mm. way you can adjust for like the next one mm. yeah yeah like maybe you're not like the lead like sound producer but you're like a sound technician working under a director uh, i like the idea of it being like you are in charge of all sound and you're just sort of sending it off to like a sort of just like general director okay yeah yeah yeah, I guess that that does make more sense for like a smaller studio feel. You're not necessarily going to have like a whole bunch of like hierarchy if you're not like a AAA studio. Mm-hmm. 
Plus, if like if you do it this way, then it gives an in-canon explanation for why those scores only represent what you've done and not what other people have theoretically done, or why That's no true. one is correcting your work for you. <laughs> you. You get your first Metacritic back, and it's like, it's like the sound effects are definitely one of a kind. I just don't think they're for me. Fifty percent. <laughs> yeah. It's like the it's like the old uh, reviews where it's like by category, you know, mm-hmm. like ah the graphics and the gameplay and the sound and then the tilt, <laughs> and those other numbers are all made up. Um, those don't matter. Yeah, yeah. It it kind of like I'm. I'm I don't know what game does this, but like, you know, it, you, you get all these other categories and they're randomly generated and they'll, it'll like scroll past them. But at the bottom, what's really important is the sound score. So kind of like it'll scroll through all these other numbers and then kind of just like pause and zoom in on sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, you brought up Chroma Squad earlier and now I kind of just wish there was like a, a roguelike mode of Chroma Squad. Yeah. Yeah, that would be... Are they? What else has that that company done? Let me check. What what like are, they've done something since? What's the over under on them doing a Chroma Squad two or updating Chroma Squad? Well, the problem with Chroma Squad one is that they got yelled at by Saban, right? And they had to put uh, inspired by Saban's Power Rangers on the title screen, right? Oof. Behold Studios. Maybe this time they can get a, like, a blessing from Toei. Okay, well, also, so the thing is, it was published by Bandai Namco Entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Who don't own Power Rangers anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, they actually just had a game come out recently, I think. Oh, good for them. Uh, Out of Space. Why does that sound familiar? A strategy couch and online multiplayer game about moving into a new home with your friends in space. Huh? I think it's like a moving sim overcooked thing, but in space. Interesting. Oh, they also are the people who did Knights of Pen and Paper. Cool. Apparently there was a newer version of that called Galaxy of Pen and Paper. About role-playing in the late 90s with dial-up internet chat based on... Sorry, with dial-up internet chat based campaigns and a sci-fi setting. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. Neat. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Yeah. So we do need to come up with a uh, a celebrity name. Hmm. Okay, so music producers that I am familiar with off of the top of my head there's like what? Like David Guetta... Uh, you would know more than I would because I don't know any. There's what's the uh, there's another one, Calvin Harris, who he's kind of cute. But okay, so I'm throwing those out there first because that's not my actual suggestion because they're they're cool and all, but like you know they're just kind of you know top forties. Like their music comes and goes. Like they've had some bops. The music producer I think sh- that should be. Uh, the celebrity name on this game is Timbaland. 
who was not only a musical artist in his own right, but he also was like Missy Elliott's producer. I think he did stuff like Justin Timberlake, you know, Nelly Furtado, like he shaped a whole generation of like hip hop and R&B. And it's just like an all around, like extremely talented dude. Mm-hmm. My only problem is like, we've sort of transitioned to this to be less music and more just like video game stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I think a lot of the times you don't really think of like video game music producers. You just think of like the people who just are songwriters for video games. Mm-hmm. And those are the, the people who get the like all the accolade versus you know the people who do this this kind of like less flashy work of like you know syncing up sound effects coming up with these you know these the foley work for the game yeah also i don't know i think i think toby fox is a good answer as well it's like also a very funny answer Mm. It it just seems like it's the the platonic ideal of something we would do here on this podcast. Yeah. We need a, a game title, though, to go with it. So, Toby Fox's... Uh, I want something like... Like, like, snappy and, like, succinct, like, WarioWare DIY... Like, WarioWare as, like, a franchise is just such a good name. But then you also, like, add the, like, the DIY suffix to it, and it's just, like, perfect. Alright, I'm gonna write this down, because it's another joke that only works really well written out. But also, it's, like, a dumb pun. Hmm. I have written down Toby Fox's Fooly Work. It's very good. <laughs> okay, also, here's a theory. Um, the first sound effects artist, Jack Foley, is the one that they named Foley work after. Oh. Hmm. I don't know anything about him other than he died in 1967 and is the one who developed many techniques used sound for sound effect like making. Mm. That could also be a very funny thing to do. I almost want to go with Jack Foley. It kind of gives this... <laughs> it's like a Tony Hawk for a skater situation, you know? It also kind of reminds me of uh, Eternal Sonata. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you know anything about Eternal Sonata? Nope. Okay. So what if I told you there was an RPG that is set in the last living moments of the piano composer Chopin's life. As he was dying of typhoid, he... I, I Something about, like, he goes into his head and this whole RPG happens. Uh-huh. In like the last moments of his life before he died, and it's all—it's about like music and the combat is like interesting, maybe. 
but it's it's said like i will never forget that it's like yeah no don't forget this rpg takes place in the last living moments of one of the most prolific you know amazing pianists of our of our not of our time but like of history mm-hmm. it all happens in his head kids <laughs> how do we fit jack foley into this video game jack foley okay St- stick with me here okay maybe the name of the program is foley works but like an x Right? Uh, mm-hmm. All one word with an X. Uh, and this program has a built-in Clippy-like AI, and that AI is Jack Foley. Ha! <laughs> 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 Sound good? Yes. Alright, um, so in this case the title's gonna be Jack Foley's Foley Works. All one word with an X. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll camel case it because I like camel casing. Mm. There we go. It's it works for visibility. It's good. I like this. Now I'm just like picturing like if you like drop in the like the kaboom sound effect for where a jumping should be lined up, like. I wouldn't say that the clippy style Jack Foley in the bottom corner of your screen is going to make a frowny face, but he'll like stop making eye contact with you. <laughs> I think maybe it does like a, a thing where it's like, like half open eyes, wry smile, like mm-hmm. creativity's all well and good, but you know, maybe let's not play around too much here. <laughs> yeah he's like uh don't forget this is due at 5 p.m not i don't think there's like a strict timer on this game but like maybe like I, you have like a pretty big time limit you know like it's not like a time limit that will never be ever be a problem yeah normally but like if you're really stumped maybe it's like they're just like you have a 30 minute time limit to complete this level mm-hmm. you're probably not going to need 30 minutes but maybe maybe something is just not working for you or you're just like really wanting to make sure you get everything precise mm. even though it shouldn't be that precise yeah yeah and he can be there to be like you know don't forget this is due you know this is due to your supervisor and da 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 <laughs> when pizza's on a bagel you can have pizza anytime <laughs> That's a different AI from a different game. Alright, um... Do we have anything else we need to talk about for the next 14 minutes? Do we want to maybe talk about, like, some of the projects that you have to work on? Oh, I mean, yeah, I feel like it's going to be a lot of, like, oh, this is knockoff Mario. This is knockoff Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. This is a knockoff JRPG battle. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's like some sort of like, no, no, that would be, yeah, I think it would mostly like things that are very like well represented on like a 2D space. I think mm-hmm. that helps with visualizing and seeing the timing. So I was going to say like, oh, I'm sure maybe, maybe there's like one project that's like a, you know, 3D game, like maybe that's like Witcher-esque, but I'm like, no, no, that would be so 
hard to like i don't know unless it's like yeah it's a 3d game but you're getting like a 2d like slice of it then no (laughs) yeah it it needs to be something that can be well represented on a single screen Mm -hmm. um, and also randomly generated yeah yeah so maybe like a castlevania or something or Mm -hmm. yeah 2d dark souls that kind of thing Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's that um that two D Dark Souls game that has the like roguelike equipment? Um Dead Cells. Dead Cells, yeah. Yes. Okay. Alright. Well I think we're just gonna cut this one a bit early and I'm gonna write up the uh write up the description. Yeah. Oh, we do need a name for the fake game studio. Oh, true. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Instead of Square Enix, it's Air Senex. I see what you're going for here. <laughs> Maybe it should be one of those that ends in soft. What if yeah. It, oh, it can't be airsoft. Airsoft is a thing. <laughs> what if it's like trisoft? T-R-I. Mm. Okay, this is another short description. Nice. As the lead and only sound designer at small game studio Trisoft, you are assigned to apply sound effects to scenes of gameplay using the FoleyWorks program with training and assistance by the program's AI. The game scenes are randomly generated based on various 2D styles, and after a set is finished, the game is released and you are scored on your work. Yeah, yeah. Did I miss absolutely. anything? No, no, that, that sounds about right. Alright. In that case, uh, we did it. Another episode complete. Yeah. Um, so, in that case, you can find the show on Twitter at RNGGCast, or you can send us emails at RNGGPodcast at gmail.com. Crash, where can you be found? I am on Twitter and on Twitch at CrashingWaves14. Uh, talking a lot about Final Fantasy fourteen right now, because it's what I do. What about you, Cassidy? Where, he, where can you be found? You can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist, that's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. I'm also on Twitch at that, but I haven't opened that in a while, even though I really want to stream more Billy Hatcher. Mm. Um, you can also find other podcasts that I do, such as Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast, which you can find on Twitter at Kids and Their Dog, as well as Precure, Podcast Engage, a podcast about the entire Pretty Cure franchise and also Ben 10, which can be found at Prepod Engage on Twitter. I've also guested on several other podcasts, so you can go check out uh, Apex City, a mass actual play podcast that I was a guest on for the Silver, the Silver Age episodes of the Hindsight 2020 event, and you can find that over at ApexCityCast at, on Twitter.com. Uh, you can also go check out uh, Loser Like Me, a podcast about Glee at Losers Like Me Pod. I think um, it's a Glee podcast. It's run by our friend Tanner, 
and also Christina, mm-hmm. who's also our friend. Yeah. Um, I have to specify differently because, like, I don't have to, but I always do because Tanner is, like, a friend of the show type thing. Mm-hmm. Like, a person that you hear about on the programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, so they, they go do that. And speaking of Christina, also guesting on an episode of Wayward OC, or the Wayward Home for, o- what? The Home for Wayward OCs, that's what it is. The Home that's for it. Wayward OCs. And that can be found at Wayward OC Pod. Uh, I go on there and I talk to Christina about my original character that helped me realize I was trans. So I would go check that out. Those are all good podcasts. Yeah. Um. So I think that's it for that. Let me pull up the random number generators. I have not done the statistics to see which ones we haven't done actually yet. So we'll do that soon. But for now, let me go ahead and roll a d6. Three. Genre plus topic. Genre plus topic. Okay. Uh, how many genres do we have? Genres is 31. Alright, well, let me... Seven. That is casual. Okay. Alright, we haven't done casual yet, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and 41 for the... Uh... Topics, that's correct. Alright, 30. So that is... School. Um... We did do scare school shuffle in kind of a in the the recent history. Do you want to do a re-roll? I kind of want to do a re-roll. Yeah, I don't okay. feel like talking about school. Yeah. All right. How about a uh, fifteen? Fashion. We did fashion recently. We did. Didn't I? Didn't I just say thirty? I did just say thirty. Twenty-seven. A mystery. mystery. Okay, we can do a mystery. Yeah. A casual mystery. That makes me think of like a Nancy Drew game. Yeah. Not like CW Nancy Drew, but like true blue Nancy Drew. But what if CW Nancy Drew? Next time on RNGG. This time the ghosts are real. They are. And they make your teeth fall out of your face. Mm. But it's only an illusion. Or is it? Uh, But until then, (laughs) good luck. Have fun.